Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of How the Ujuku. I'm Petey Ray, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How are you doing, Kaz? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm fucking beat, dude. I'm yes. still goddamn tired. Yeah. Like, life is a struggle right now. <laughs> What are we doing? Uh, a thing with podcasts. We're doing a podcast. Hey, no, yeah, no, right. I got it. I got All right. It. Uh, we start off every uh, episode uh, talking about what's new and Kaz. On top of the music, yeah. what's new, what new is what is new with you is you were at Otakon. If I can get that sentence yeah, going, uh, no, you could not. <laughs> um, no, I re- I recently. Oh God, you could see the you could see the fucking death in my eyes. Um, I recently came back from Otakon, which is one of the easier conventions for me uh, to go and do because it happens here in my hometown for now. Um, uh, it was kind of a weird. Uh, it was kind of a weird year because it was a little bit lackluster. There weren't. Uh, it wasn't as full as normal. Um, uh, there, there was kind of maybe. A, a loss in number uh due to the race ticket price and maybe a few other things um but overall i had a pretty good time I, I may not have come away from the event with as much photo and video as i wanted to i wanted to try to do more video this time um and i kind of came with, away with maybe one video that i'm going to cut together um hopefully everyone out there will be able to see soon um i'm kind of still in the process of going through all the photos and editing them down and doing all that stuff which is why you see the death in my eyes um so other than that like i had a great time i i i love otakon it's it is one of my favorite cons to go to and it kind of refueled me it made me it made me start realizing i i want to i really 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 want to add more cons throughout my year and really kind of start to make it a thing um and and i i just i don't know i i love the con atmosphere it's really really fun i would the only thing i need to do at some point is figure out how to make some income off of it because traveling is really expensive Mm -hmm. as fun as it can be um but if you can figure out a great way to earn a little bit in your travels and and kind of you know subsidize it a little bit it, it is it always makes it just that much better because you're kind of refueling what you're putting out for those those travel expenses and things like that and i'm not talking about like at the moment i'm not talking about looking for a way to like full-on pay for everything but just little things here and there (laughs) Uh, so i can start doing more of it because i would definitely definitely love to do more of it man i fucking i have so much fun going to cons every year i love hanging out when i get to hang out with you and djm um go into this con in my hometown and some of the other ones I've gotten to go to this year. So it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and of course now we, what else is new is music. Uh, and of course it's the first of the month and it's new big bang. Oh, oh wait, oh wait, no, no, oh, 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 oh wait, no, I looked at the title. Never mind. YG strikes again. <laughs> uh, I, I was listening to this song and I thought I got new big bang. But then I said, yeah, <laughs> then it was, uh, it's new, it's new beast. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
uh, Beast put out a new song um, a couple of weeks. No, not a couple of weeks ago. A couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, that, that goes to show how much I know what's going on. Uh, and kind of, I, I saw all the teasers for it, and I didn't realize it was out yet until um, I went to look for songs today. Um, and the teasers kind of weren't all that great to me. I, I, I wasn't super sold on them um but the song overall kind of won me over um i like some of the stylings not the hair stylings <laughs> um but i i, I like I, I like some of the the kind of style choices that they went with for this video and the kind of the musical arrangement as well um i i don't listen to a lot of beast so i will admit that this very much kind of did have a big bang ish yes. kind of sound to it almost a um tribute. yeah which which is kind of what pd was alluding to and and for me and him we don't we don't maybe listen to as much b so maybe this has been their sound for a while now um uh, but I, I listened to a, a, a few b songs and you know at least good uh-huh. luck and this is not their sound they're a pretty okay kind of standard boy group this is yeah. i think uh uh Asian Junkie talked about it and he, he boy pointed out that they're, that they suddenly decided to pay tribute to Big Bang. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, a, it's very adult with them like drinking in the videos and like kind of partying it up. Not that any of those things are bad in any way. Uh, but it's very much like this party lifestyle that like Big Bang has kind of lived in for a yeah. while in some of their videos and stuff like that even if it's not necessarily them which it is um you know yeah. so those things aside and and then making those comparisons in a good way aside i i did enjoy this song um once i listened to it all the way through um i did i did enjoy it um and it, it was nice to kind of see something a little bit different from from beast than what i have known them for yeah. uh i'm not gonna seek them out necessarily yeah. um beast is kind of one of those groups that when they have something that really stands out then i definitely go and check out that thing that is kind of on the forefront of what everyone's talking about so this kind of happened to be that for me um and like like i said it's an enjoyable song so i i definitely say go over to their youtube channel check it out it it's it's kind of worth it and at the end of the day it's it's definitely worth checking out like nothing bad about it it's it's good i think i don't know if i'm gonna i don't know if this has inspired me to constantly jam it out a jam out to it or beast in in any way yeah but it's good you know it's it's worth the listen let's work out it's worth playing through. Uh, and, yeah. and also, yeah, the, the hair is just, no, no. That's no, no. Yeah. That's uh, no, no. Yeah, 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 no, no. Uh, but moving oh, on. Sorry. Yes. Um, moving on, we have, uh, Kisum. Um, Kisum, yeah. Featuring, uh, Drew Young. Sorry, I'm fucking I'm dying here. Uh, her song, You and Me. Um, Kisum of of these female rappers who got to premiere in um what was the show? Uh I'm pretty rap, rap star. star. A pretty rap um, star. We're getting to hear a lot more from a lot of them. Um good or, good and bad. Uh we're kinda anticipating a release from Cheetah as yeah. well, coming maybe probably later this week or knowing Holly Ajuku right after we're done recording. Yes. Um I believe on the third. I, I believe it's on the teaser on the third. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say. 
<laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to diverge. Um, I really did like this song. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot is what I was going to say. I haven't enjoyed a lot of the things from Kisum, but this really, really, really made me respect her. Um, and I, I, w- I want to look into it and, and see if she did a lot of the writing for it and maybe some of the arrangement for it and what, what she had to do with it just to kind of maybe gain a little bit more respect for her. Um, but musically what was presented to me i really did enjoy um and i think it is something that is worth worthy of the time to go check out like um they really 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 found kind of this sultry way like it's very like it's a song you could see being given to a girl in a girl group for kind of a little solo side thing yeah Right. Like it, it's so close to her almost singing, but she's still rapping yeah. and she's still doing it really well. But it's so close to being this song that could be done by a girl in a girl group. And I, and I mean that in the best way possible, you know, yeah. like it, 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 it that's what it kind of made me think of. But it was done really well to match with the way or she rapped in a really good way to kind of go along with everything, especially because, uh, Jiang is singing in this song. It's not like they're rapping back and forth, you know, because, you know, he's a, he's a singer. So, um, it was a really good mix of like this rap and R and B style in a, in this ballady kind of thing. It, 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 it has this really fun mix. So it's definitely worth going to check out. And it's a pretty fun video too. Yeah, and it's so. definitely it's definitely cute, and I like it. It, it. it works well. It's uh, uh, yeah, the arrangement works well, and and it fits well to kind of finding her own style of personality as a rapper. It kind of like uh, while still having that bit of cool confidence, while still being yeah. kind of cute, and I I liked it. It was it was it was well done, and she she delivered it well, and. Uh, you kind of you still get a feel of her personality in, in in the in the video, especially with the kind of way she expresses uh, like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I very much agree with those sentiments because those are sentiments of my own. All right, yes. uh, my last song. Uh, moving through these pretty quickly today yeah. um, is uh, Leaky Chan. Uh, um. A artist I'm not very familiar with. Um, I will definitely say the the kind of silliness of the video is what caught my attention. Um, and then I went back, like like kind of just really watched it for the video the first time through. Yeah. Like these people with the bags on their head and the bags are being expressive. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so fun and, and silly uh, in this little cartoony way of this couple watching TV. But you have all these fun expressions on the faces of the bags. They're, they're very limited, but they're fun. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of went back and really listened to the song. And it's a, it's a you know, um, it's a love song. It's a love ballad song. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm going to assume that this this artist is probably well known for yeah. um because he does it really really well i love the musical arrangement i love his voice on this track uh so uh once again definitely something i feel this week i didn't just i didn't just grab to grab like it ended yeah. up winning me over so yeah. it's it, like all these tracks this week are definitely something worth going to check out because they all won me over in some way or another yeah. um yeah it's a it's a i would say it's a love ballad but 
Uh, it's not what people are thinking. It's not airy and kind of bland and boring. It's 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 more soulful than what you would yeah. assume by saying love ballad. Uh, but it's still a kind of a uh, you know, it's it's smooth and soulful, and and it and it and it works well, and it's it's catchy. Uh, yeah, the video is fun. Uh, and this guy's been around, apparently he debuted in 1996, so he's been around for a while. Okay, yeah, and I like that. That always makes me feel bad when we're near these kind of long established singers, and I'm only hearing about them now. You know, yeah. um, but that goes to show, man, a good way a good long staying career to be able to still be doing it today and and be able to win over somebody who's never heard you before you know and not just by saying hey i've been around for so long which is how some people sometimes try to win people over they like i've been in the business for so long you should love me um this is something i kind of randomly came across and like it just instantly won me over like so that's really great that goes to show really well for kind of what this is yeah uh yeah it's a it's a fantastic song uh yeah some fantastic picks by you kaz uh what now so what's new with me you're coming back from a con and i'm basically on my way to a con (laughs) like like, it's getting to a point where i think people are going to think we are richer than we are because we are both gentlemen of of very little means but we we plan very well is what i want to say somewhat Uh, also uh it's uh, i do it very much in miami style uh credit cards so (laughs) (laughs) it's the miami way which is which is like for me i i plan everything out at the beginning of the year yes. and pay for it as much of it as I can in the previous year. So yes. that by that time that year comes around, I'm like, Hey, yeah. all those cons are already paid for. Like, yeah. so you, you, you gotta work. I, I, there's a lot of hard work that has to happen, which is really weird this year because, uh, I have no income this year. So next year is going to be really weird. Um, yes. mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm going to Nertacular, uh, this yeah. weekend. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be hanging out with a lot of crazy people. Uh, Curly, I'm gonna be there. We're gonna rub beards. Never heard of him. Uh, Brian Curly of Drunk Kids Gaming fame. Uh, a whole bunch of other people. Mitsula, the Mike Rula, the old schooler. Uh, cool guy. Yeah, you know, a whole ton of people. I'm already prepped for Smoke Monster. Uh, I've got, <laughs> I've got the Stogies. Okay. Uh, I'm bringing some stogies uh, of my own to, to kind of contribute. And, you know, I'm excited. Uh, and that's also going to be followed by a couple of days in Vegas, which is always, which is, was awesome last year. And I can anticipate it's going to be awesome this year. So look forward to that. I might do videos and stuff over there, but, uh, on a mountain above Salt Lake City. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, but yeah, as far as music. Uh, one major release that caught my attention that's been kind of on repeat a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, for real, for real, not just something I picked out, but like, uh, at the last second, you. uh, it's new primary. Uh, yeah. He, we've talked about primary before, uh, I believe on multiple occasions and he brought out a couple of new tracks. I think so. Yeah, one of them with video, a couple of new tracks on in like a single album. Uh, you know, of course, you know, he brought on singers and, and, uh, and artists to, to collaborate and be his vocals. Uh, the one that is the promotional single 
is Don't Be Shy, uh, featuring Choa of AOA, uh, and Iron, uh, you know, formerly, of course, of, you know, Show Me the Money and, and, and various other places. A really good rapper was kind of my, became my favorite in Show Me the Money 3, even though I really did like Bobby. Um, yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed Iron. Yeah. This song is really good. Like, it's, it's, it has a really cool, like, instrumental feel it it's it's very it plays off of uh, it builds off of a really cool reggae sound uh but has this kind of like spooky feel to it the video plays off of that as well kind of looking like a like a spooky slumber party found footage horror movie you know like mm-hmm. uh kind of like you know a, a, a fan film version of the craft <laughs> yeah they're, play, they're doing a seance and play and with uh or playing maybe either poker or doing their fortune telling with pokemon cards yeah that that kind of caught me off guard because like Uh, one of the first things i instantly said to you when i when you sent me this video or when i was looking at this video before the show was like i was just watching it and kind of i'm like oh okay man all right wow cool Choa can really sing goddamn pirate mary is really good at fucking musical arrangement then as i started to pay attention to the video i'm like oh it's kind of weird and cool i like that shot i like that shot and then i just went those pokemon cards <laughs> like <laughs> it's just instantly it just instantly pulled me back like yeah. it's just like what is going on here is that those are pokemon cards okay yeah, yeah. that's the thing now yeah here yeah. we go um but yeah choa is fantastic on this track and something somebody had pointed out uh and rightfully so that uh, and especially on, on quite a few of the comments in different places that uh, uh, people watch this uh that it, a big part of what's good about this is choa finally getting to be in like her actual vocal range and not like way up here in falsetto-y like she has to do with AOA all the time. Uh, oh, okay, right yeah. in her range where she lit, you know, she, I mean, she, she has a fantastic range, but right where she can really shine. Yeah. Uh, her. And finally find her home, which is what makes it so good. Like you finally get to hear you know, her take center stage and shine, which is what's awesome. And iron is just fantastic uh yeah he's a really like he 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 always was more of this guy who liked the reggae style um but he he showed such a really good range and show me the money of of what he could do um and he kind of never backed down from anything he never backed down from kind of any style of rap um, that was presented to him like he just kind of found a way to make it his own um but that kind of reggae-ish like s- style and sound is his bread and butter yeah yeah and it's just fantastic uh and like has so many cool parts of it and i'm trying to find a thing just for for a dumb sight gag but uh so bear with me um but yeah, it, 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 that song is really fantastic, and it, the other song as well on the uh, on the the little I guess EP, but I guess two songs mm-hmm. makes an EP. Uh, on the EP uh, is I believe uh, is a uh, mileage featuring Wasa uh, of uh, Mamamoo and Palo Alto. It's yeah, absolutely fantastic as well. It's worth checking out. It's on Spotify. It's it's on YouTube. It's uh, as well. Uh, Definitely worth checking out. Also, uh, the, the Pokey Boys. 
Pokeboys. <laughs> it took um, you long enough, but yes. a good sight gag nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you listen to the show audio, it's definitely maybe the one time you want to go check out the video for yes, for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, credit to Gun, uh, Gunpla uh, over at RK Pop. Uh, okay. Where I finally found it. Uh, that being said, go check out Primary. Primary is just the man uh, or the box head guy. You know, yeah, <laughs> which is it's burning at the end of that video. Yeah. What could it mean? Metaphors. <laughs> uh, be, okay. So beyond that is actually a couple songs that were in the running for last week <laughs> because there wasn't <laughs> really much that caught my attention this week. But yeah. I finally, I, I, the I'm just I'm not just recycling those songs because there were a couple of songs I could pick. It was that. After last week, because they had just like kind of come out, I I keep coming back to them, and they're still really songs like that you know, songs that catch my attention. It's still really cool to listen to them. Uh, one of them is the debut song by the group Wannabe. Uh, attention, Chunche mm-hmm. Chalion, attention. Uh, and I I actually really like this song. Like it has a cool like like uh power to it. And a cool yeah. style to it. Like it has a, it has a good feel to it. It, it hits, it, it, uh, it has a good march to it. Uh, I like the, like the military thing, like the attention, you know, thing. And, it, and that works well. Uh, yeah, and it had a little bit of a swagger to it. Still just that little bit of a swagger to it. Cause you know, I'm, I, you know how, you know, I'm fiending for fierce girl groups. Like, you know, like, and I, I believe you are the same way. We're, we're fiending for, for the, for the fierce score groups. Uh, to, um, to. yeah, I, I, I tend to, to enjoy m- more style and kind of more, um, attitude and personality from girl groups than just kind of the standard fare. Oh, look at us. We're pretty and can kind of sing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, we're shy and we're cute. It's like, oh, it's like, okay, that's. Fine, but give me some girls that you know have are cocky, you know, not just have confidence, but are cocky and like know they're the shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily that, but it, it works well in that regard. I don't know. Well, what did you think, Kaz? Um, I liked it. I, I didn't listen to it all the way through because it was just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, wasn't, I didn't care for the kind of the standard fare girl group stuff this week that was out and not to say that this was bad in any way i think i was just kind of burnt out on kind of the the x group boy or girl kind of just general thing which is i think why that b song uh surprised me so much because it wasn't that whereas this isn't necessarily the the kind of standard play for girl groups but it it it's not a brand new sound. Yeah, no. you know. Yeah. Um. So I I still say definitely go check it out if you're looking for a new girl group. This might be the one you're looking for. Yeah. But for me, it was just kind of eh. Okay. Yeah. Uh. And that's understandable. It's kind of one of the reasons they didn't uh make the cut last week because they didn't super grab my attention. But I still keep kind of coming back to it, and it's on it's on Spotify now, so it kind of does sneak into like my my morning you know k-pop hype uh uh playlist listen to when i'm going to work so uh yeah 
it kind of works for that as well. Uh, another song from last week that it, you know, afterwards, I keep, you know, it, well, after it was in the running for last week, uh, I kept coming back to because it, it was kind of a cool song. Uh, especially with seeing performances on like music shows and whatnot. Uh, Zihera, uh, Zihera with the song XOX featuring Gaon of Dal Shabet. Uh, mm-hmm. and this is a, this is a cool song. This is again, it's uh, a little bit more, uh, energetic, uh, kind of, you know, the, the more pop, more dance pop, more kind of a good energy to it. It's, is she sings it well and with energy and she has more choreography than you ever see from solo K-pop female artists like ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, she's definitely a dancer and she's dancing myself, you know, cause you never really see that because usually with K-pop, the dancing is for the groups to do all really in tune with each other and choreographed and absolutely tight and you know you know yeah <laughs> and the solo singers are you know balladeers or 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 rappers or like you know or just sexy and yeah know, things like that. and i mean and, and you even even in that even and even in the people who are like well-known solo dancers like will can will have when they put out releases by their self dancing videos you still hardly see them dance by themselves there's usually still background dancers whereas most of this is just her and maybe someone to play off like you know another another a guy or something like that um and you hardly ever see that the only other people i i can note that have done those kind of things are jyp and taeyang you and, know and- boa i think that's the only other boa, person yeah. yeah the only person i can think of that would do that has done that like boa uh i mean i mean and i'm pretty sure there are others like i, I don't want to make it sound like we're just saying but when you really really think about it when you come down to it the people who are really known for it jyp Young, and boa you know yeah, so I that is that. definitely something that can make her stand out uh but yeah well what did, what did you think of the song um the song was okay. Uh, I, I was kind of more sold by the, the dancing and things like that. Uh, which are the things you kind of talked about more than anything to me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the song is, is cute. I like it. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's not a bit the biggest seller for me. Yeah. I, I, I think more was the fact of getting to see her dance and being like oh hey look at this this is interesting this is cool yeah. this is something i haven't seen necessarily yeah and uh, i will say i've listened to uh, at least one or two of the other songs on this like little mini album they, they work well too and and they're kind of fun to listen to uh as okay. well uh that's good yeah so yeah i i think i'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of her uh uh, she's been doing stuff she apparently is uh very multilingual too so she's she has a good uh she has she has a lot of upside you would say you know in sports terms she has a lot of upside uh so so i'm looking forward to seeing more from her uh last but not least for my picks uh except four songs because you know i had to put this in here uh because you know what, uh, all of pop music has been rendered invalid and irrelevant. Uh, because the true true queens of the auto groups are here. Uh, we have finally the the debut of KBG eighty four. 
with their hot track. Come on and dance. Uh, and all your faves uh, must now bow down to these hot stars. Um, it's just amazing. There's no more that can be said about these wonderful little old ladies that sing uh, in, in dresses and wood and uh wicker sandals or wooden sandals or uh and you know god god's bless you if you're trying to pick a bias because <laughs> just you know there's just so many to pick yeah no um i didn't make it like i didn't even really make it like a minute into this before i just i i kind of looked at i looked at my screen i went all right, I I got the bit, and then I just closed it. Like, <laughs> um, I just I don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not necessarily trying to make any stereotypes that, uh, you know that that pop music is a young lady's game because you know that that's perfectly fine. Uh, but I know a gimmick when I see one, yeah. and. Not every gimmick is for me. Uh, I, I I will say, in all actuality, this seems like it's very much uh, a community center's really good idea for an activity to get a, give everyone to do because they're all retired and you know they need to stave off uh, <laughs> dementia and they need an activity. And I mean, and, and, and which is sounds like I'm making a joke of it, but it, but it is cute. And they, this is something that they get to do, uh, that, that together and they get to have fun doing it and, uh, and it makes them happy. Uh, oh, there's a whole dance to this. I'm like, I'm looking at it on the screen now. Yeah. Uh, cause you're showing it. Like, I, I, I swear I did not make it more than a minute into this. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like a whole dance. This is, you know, some, 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 this is just, uh, you know, the choreography is off the charts right here. Uh, you know. Okay. God right. bless little hunched over old lady. She's. <laughs> God bless her. Oh, man. Uh, please. Can it's we so not? Much fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so much fun. Go ahead and check out it. Go oh, check it out dude. at least once. It's, it's a fun video and it's cute and, uh, they know they they got to do something. It's really, yeah, they really, really do. Yeah, something. That's something. That is definitely. And there's a there's something. A, there's a there's a steer taking a bath. A uh, yak, 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 yak. Okay. Uh but yeah, that, those are my picks. I will say I want to touch on one other thing. <laughs> okay. And, uh, in our others. You know, oh, okay, okay, okay. I wasn't looking at that. All right, yes. Uh, there, 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 there's a song that I hate, uh, (laughs) that I've said I hate before, and it came out with a remix, uh, and I mostly hated it too, uh, but I wanted to bring up, uh, one important part that is worth checking out. Uh, I'm not gonna bother showing anything else, uh, I'll just show y'all what, what it is. Uh, it's the Ichima remix featuring some dude, some other dude, uh, some other dude and dumbfounded, uh, aka Parker, uh, 
fantastic, fantastic underground Korean American rapper out of LA who, if you don't know who he is, you need to make yourself known. You need to learn yourself something. Uh, because he showed up in this song and he actually rapped. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but he actually killed it. Like, like not just rapped, but he actually killed it. And it made at least, uh, yeah. Uh, it made at least something in this song worth listening to. Uh, and it, it, this, I will touch on this from the fact that it's kind of like, it's kind of like how when Cole Cabana, uh, wrestles at the gathering with the juggle <laughs> for the juggalos. It's like, you know, you love Cole Cabana, but why is he hanging out with the juggalos? Why is he hanging out with Insane Clown Posse? It's like, why are you associating yourself with that? And then, but you have to realize that he does it for his career. I'm like, dumbfounded. You're such a good rapper. Why are you hanging out with these idiots? Like, why are you hanging out making tracks with these idiots? Like, but you understand it's like for his career. He needs to blow up. Uh, I don't yeah. know. What, what did you think of? I know you, you got a chance to listen to that, at least that one part. Well, I, I listened to the whole thing and, and I will say, like, uh, it was nothing spectacular, but there, there is this diamond in the rough here. Um, he very much kind of did stick to the style of the song, and I would love to see kind of what his own mind does in a, in a song. But I, I, in the styling of the song, holy shit, it was really good. You know, whereas everybody else is yelling at me for no reason. Yeah, this dude came and was like, "All right, uh, I can flow with this," and just really like was lyrical (laughs) so i know it's something a lot of you kids who like like rap music nowadays may not understand anymore (laughs) yeah Um, Yeah. but yeah lyricism used to be a thing uh yeah the 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 guy before him rhymed uh rhymed uh now with now (laughs) yeah uh so i don't know it it's there's a lot of things that I feel like are missing from rap nowadays, but I'm from mainstream whatever. rap, yeah. Like whatever. I don't I care. Don't, this don't. is this is why underground things exist. This is why that's such, like it it's the funny thing, right? Because this is why that is such an argument in Korean hip hop about the underground rap scene, the rap scene that you know, and then the idol rap scene. Like that's why there's such this this you know this yeah. thing of that in in Korea itself because it, it kind of goes to show like where you stand and what you really think of yourself. It, it, there's just these whole kind of things that could be a whole special episode of fucking Hollywood if we really wants to get down into it, but yeah. I don't want to because it's fucking... I'll, I'll say this. Kisum is a better rapper than everyone there, but, but uh, dumbfounded. Yeah. So, um, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where I think whatever you're into the music for is, is that, but I'm always going to go on actual, what I consider is talent. That was yeah. talented. Um, so, you know, I, I uh, loved whether or not he's talking about anything I care about is a whole other thing, but talent is talent. Yeah. You know. Uh, I definitely think y'all, y'all should get yourself learned on some dumbfounded. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, 
you know, he's uh, appeared on other people's stuff. He's appeared on, uh, collaborated with Epic High. He's collaborated with other people in Korean hip hop. Uh, so he's definitely somebody that y'all should check out uh, for sure. That being <laughs> said, since I kind of cheated and threw in like five recommendations, it's finally time to finish up with what's new and head over to our headlines so we can talk a little bit about the latest going on in East Asian pop culture. So join us over there, won't you? Welcome back to our headline segment here on Howie Juku, where we talk about the latest in the world of East Asian pop culture, or at least what catches my attention on Asian Junkie, basically. Uh, uh, you know, just the, the things here and there, some topical topics. Uh, the one main one that definitely caught my attention, it's almost, it's worth at least, uh, looking at and, ch- and talking about and discussing. Uh, ex top dog member Leon talks racial, physical, verbal abuse from member and company. Uh, former top dog member Leon, aka Kavan Chen, posted a rant on Instagram yesterday detailing the racial abuse he suffered while in st- Stardom Entertainment and how one top dog member in particular, along with top dog managers, put him through physical and verbal abuse. Uh, you know, in case it is, the, the caption in English reads, uh, even though I have kept quiet for a long time, I have a confession to the people who are curious about my abrupt departure from TDG. Our top dog here is my story. As a foreigner in K-pop, I faced a lot of racism, hardships during my time uh, in SE or Sound Entertainment. Constant verbal abuse and physical assault from a TDG member and managers left me quite depressed and maybe changed my mind about wanting to debut in Korea. I felt very alone during my time there and didn't feel happy while doing what should have made me the happiest. Um, he goes on and on, details a few more things about, you know, companies, saying he doesn't want to call it the company by company, but it's just, you know, he kind of went through a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, then, it's one of those things, right? Where yeah, we don't know if this is true and we don't know who the alleged member is, but it's, you know, it's almost weird. It's almost at this point, you'd be surprised if, if, if something that's if something bad about starting maintaining isn't true, but yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, we, we, we've had these kind of stories on the show before where a lot of it, most of the time we, we kind of say, you got to wait and see, right? Yeah. You, you have to wait and see what those things are. But I think this is one time where I want to kind of just tackle this as it is, right? Um, it, it's, it's one of these things where I think sometimes, less racially and more kind of culturally you come across these things where where and and we have a lot of it here in america too where sometimes it's not racial sometimes it's more class based where it's like oh you're under me you're kind of just supposed to do what i tell you you're supposed to just be okay because we're giving you this chance you know um and and here in america it's generally a, a tone to hazing or those kind of things, you know, um, where you have these younger groups or, or new people or whatever under you and they get physically assaulted and, and, and made to do things that, you know, 
people in this day and age shouldn't be made to do sometimes. And I think a lot of that happens in these industries in Korea sometimes where, especially sometimes to, to the foreign kids and the younger you know of the groups where sometimes it's it's kind of the old ways and it's a little bit of mix of what is known as hazing you know in a sense where it's like you got to work just as harder you gotta you gotta kind of take the the brunt of the punishment because we're giving you this chance you know um and you're usually kind of just told to deal with it because of what the opportunity you're gonna get or something you know um and no, in no way ever does that make any of it okay. Uh, like in all seriousness, like I, I may joke, I may mess with a lot of people when, when they come help us do things like for DKG or, or anything else. But there, you gotta understand there's the spirit of fun and then there's just you being a fucking dick and an asshole and like being the worst kind of scummy human being in the planet. Um, yeah. And, it, if that's what it is, that's what happened to this, this, you know, kid who wanted to follow his dream of, of being an idol or being a singer or, or whatever it was. And he went through this track and then for a while, he probably came to that mindset of like, Oh, you know, I'm kind of paying my dues, but there, there does reach a limit with things like that where you're like, hold on, I'm not paying my dues. I'm just getting treated like shit. Cause they want to treat me like shit. Cause they think they can. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's just like, okay, enough. Uh, yeah, and this is the same agency, Stardom Entertainment, that, uh, Block B had to, to break free from a while back. Remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. That to, them being away because they had to do the whole, you know, sue yourself out of your contract. Uh, but theirs went, uh, a little bit more, uh, obviously in their favor because they were very evidently being treated like shit and mm-hmm. not being paid and, uh, and they were, you know, it was ruled as such. Uh, so they just, there's just a lot of shit coming out of Stardom Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> it's not, not, not a good scene. Like, yeah, and, and I'm trying to, um, entertain, trying to spell entertainment. Uh, <laughs> Uh, starting entertainment. We talk about the the artists, you know, evil as well as the other artists on there, and a group that has disappeared off of the face of the planet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's just not not good. <laughs> yeah, not good. Like, I mean, and we like because of situations like this, and not just at Stardom Entertainment, but other places, we we've. there is the possibility of losing your favorite group to situations like this. So this is why we've been saying like there really, really, really needs to be these shakeups in the Korean entertainment industry at some of these mid level and some of the higher level, uh, um, production houses, you know, like something really, really needs to be done. And like, maybe there needs to be, you, you, you hate to say it because it always has that, regulation of of sports and other things and then sometimes it it's overdone but there sometimes needs to be some kind of regulation body who keeps these things in check you know and it could have uh, it could very well be because like it, you, you and they're going to story like struggling companies uh you can't imagine the, the, the group that this company that 
whose two groups are just are I have, have when's the last time we heard of from Top Dog and when's the last time we heard from Evil? You know, they're mm-hmm. not necessarily active, uh are surviving and you wonder if you know, this, uh, this company is mainly maybe supposed to die, but is being held up by something, you know, on the back end. Maybe what I'm trying to say is maybe it's a this only company only survives because of organized crime. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those like they're this, these companies that uh, maybe a front. I don't know. I'm, th- I'm throwing random speculations that are wild, but like if. If those kind of issues are dealt with, maybe these companies will just die off, you know, just from lack of interest and from getting, you know, shooting themselves in the foot. But I don't know. We don't know anything about what's going on. So we don't know anything about how to, how to fix it. So it's like, uh, especially in this kind of a company and, uh, and really it was irresponsible to be speculate like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but you can't imagine how a, a company like this is even uh, surviving. Uh, yeah. That's weird. But yeah, you gotta hope for the better, hope for better things for these, you know, these kids that are just trying to, you know, live their dream and f- come across this agency that says they're gonna have a chance and then they don't know what they're getting into because, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to fathom, uh, it's hard to imagine that when you you know it's hard to know that it's hard to imagine that when you're you know you're getting given you're gonna get given these chances. So I don't know. Once yeah, again. I don't. I don't know as well. It's just so it's I hate to say it, but it's wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of struggling companies, like I said, I was going to talk about a struggling company. Uh, speaking of struggling company, uh, a little bit more of a, I don't want to say lighter note, but, uh, not, you know, so not involving physical and emotional abuse. Uh, after school can't come back because Pletus is broke, uh, according to Lizzie. Yeah. Uh, so everybody, you know, everybody, every time something about orange caramel or after school gets posted on Reddit. Especially on our K-pop, uh, there's at least like 15 posts people of, of people asking for an after-school comeback, uh, and you know, and there's on their Instagrams, on on everywhere, people are begging for an uh, an after-school comeback, uh, and you know, people wondering why it won't happen. Well, here it goes. At least two after-school members want to come back, but member Lizzie says they can't because Pletus Entertainment is broke dick. Uh, AJ, AJ's and Junkies words, not mine. Uh, right. And not hers. Not hers. Because uh, honestly, I wouldn't have been able to be that clever. Uh, a couple days ago, seemingly at random, Junga posted a picture of the group from their flashback promotions, writing, Our after school needs a comeback as well. Every night Lizzie sends me concert videos. We fall asleep like that. We're pretty cool. Uh, hashtag after school, hashtag comeback. Uh, the next day, Lizzie left a message for fans saying to give her comments, uh, saying to give her comments, people who are bored, come here, play with me, write comments. Yep. Um, I am actually really busy, but let's play. (laughs) Uh, fan wrote to her, give us a comeback. Lizzie then replied with, we need money for a comeback, but we don't have any. 
I also want to come mm. back. This is, well, sort of sad. And I guess all those rumors about Pletus being flat broke were actually true. Uh, yeah, this is, this is sad. Especially, you know, considering yeah. how good of a group, uh, how good of a group Orange Caramel is. And, and, you know, after school has historically been a pretty fantastic group, you know. Their, their latest releases, notwithstanding, they've been, have some, have, they've had some of the historically national level bangers before, like, uh, and they're, uh, uh, and, and it's, it's sad to see anything, any situation like this, <laughs> but it's, it's almost comical and, and, and not even orange caramel can save them, uh, which is, which is sad. I don't know. Well, what, what are your thoughts, guys? Um, <sighs> it's hard right because they're a really good group right um and we we've joked we've made jokes before about like man if if orange caramel could just take the spotlight and after school just go away (laughs) um this is kind of almost like us getting our wish, right? Cause after school is gone. But then you realize you, you, you had that, you had that deal with the devil in a sense where you're like, man, I want after school go away, but I want orange caramel to still be around. And it's like, all right, cool. And then you realize like, oh shit. If after school goes away, orange caramel has to go away too. Like, God damn it. You got me. Um, but no, uh, like serious, like it, it's, it's one of those things where, where like we were just saying, you want, you, you now wonder what was keeping this company afloat before. Yes. <laughs> you know, and they were, maybe they were on maybe just floating on the hopes of 17. Yeah. Kind of making it big as a group, you know, cause this is the boy group. Put a lot of money into them. He's like, all right, you throw them out there. And I don't right. know how so well that it, went. It, it makes you think at the same time then like so then what happens does that mean none of the groups can premiere does it just mean that maybe after school hasn't sold as well as they thought so they're maybe recycling things and because of that uh the the what is after school within this company can't premiere because as 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 a thing they haven't earned enough money you like you you, it makes you start to wonder about all these elements of things you know because it's like well then is it just after school who's struggling and it's like oh is it kind of this thing where they have to make enough on their own to and and like there's all these things that um, are starting to float through my head that i can't really articulate Um, uh, because several of the members are active and you know pretty pretty active on their own in various ways uh nana is a super successful uh you know uh cf model you know I'm gonna say, uh, she's getting ad deals. She's getting variety shows. She's, you know, she models, uh, a ton and it's fantastic. Lizzie, you know, is on variety shows and she MCs, uh, left and right. Uh, Raina's doing her thing. Uh, Yui's, uh, Yui's an actress and she's an active actress and she's, you know, getting her gigs and like, so you have the, the members six, you know, doing things on their own. And you wonder if maybe like they, they, it, as far as like cash flow going into the company, if even though like when it comes to those deals, it's probably, they're probably getting less of a cut 
than they would get from after school as a group. It's almost like on balance, maybe those even with the less cut are going to make them more than they believe after school can make them. Or it's just that they just don't have enough cash on hand to invest into a comeback. Like, I think that's probably partly that. Like, they just don't have enough cash on hand to invest into a comeback. Like, to invest into getting a track and to invest into court and to get uh, hiring a choreographer and a producer and all that. And it's like, wow. You know, like all the companies that are able to do that. Uh, like, like a joke on here is, uh, on the, the, uh, comments was that, uh, they should lend them to Chrome Entertainment because they could whip up a comeback for like 500 bucks. Like, uh, it's just like, I don't know. <sighs> you'd hate to, you'd hate to see one of kind of the name groups, but then you also have to wonder, like, maybe there's just too many girl groups out there. There really are too yeah. many girl groups oh. out there. <laughs> like, there really are. It's like people keep coming out with them, and it's like, like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's so many, and you know, and there's so many that are filling in their perfect niches and and succeeding. Like, you know, if you're not from one of the big ones and you're not cycling in after taking one out, like, you have to wonder if it is really worth your investment in doing these things. Yeah, because um, you know, there's so many girl groups out there, but like, how many can you name that you can know for sure, like without a doubt, are a successful girl group out there? Like, there's you know obviously the one that's right over there on my wall, Girls Generation, you know AOA, A Pink, uh, but I mean, I mean, but the, like you, even you run out but of t- like EXID in in a sense got very lucky, yeah, you know, to be then. able to keep going whereas like right now there's even a there's even a struggle on the idea of if fx is gonna make another comeback you know like they say they're gonna make a comeback yeah Uh, they say that and and we've heard that from a lot of groups even boy groups you know like there's a lot of boy groups that we liked and that we've talked about on the show and that we've loved who we don't hear from anymore you know so it it is definitely it's definitely one of these things where i'm i'm slightly scared and worried about kind of the future of this and if it's it, and at the same time it could be one of these things where we get this explosion and or or implosion i should say because there's too many of them and yeah. maybe what that leads to is kind of clearing of the decks of all these hanger-ons, and I, that sounds really terrible, especially with the last couple of stories we've had. Um, in, in talking about some of these companies being checked on by the Korean government, and now hearing some of these companies can't let certain groups premiere, and it, just all these things that are going on. So, I'm I'm starting to wonder if maybe this this losing a few companies losing a few groups won't help make others stronger you know because you got to remember like as much as we love this shit as much as we love korean pop music and korean hip-hop and all these things um as many as many podcasts and blogs and all these things that are out there and subreddits and all this stuff right a lot of that 
isn't turning around in the dollars. Yeah. And Korea itself is a really small company. And while there might be that one group that you like, you might be one of the only handful of people that like them, you know, and that can only keep them afloat for so long. Like even, even for me and Petey, we've, we've talked about this time and time again. Like there are so many other K-pop podcasts. We can't, we, we, we don't even pretend to act like we're the only ones out there. We, we don't even pretend to act like, you know, yeah, we have all the details and things like this. Just, just a lot of this stuff, right? But as, as much as me and PD will go to a convention and buy a CD and, or buy an album online or any of these other things, um, those yeah. things have to turn into dollars and yeah. lots of dollars especially for like keep- uh for like k-pop because like uh for for idol groups because idol groups live off fandoms and they don't all it, there's only so many teenage girls you know <laughs> in korea and you know mainstream popularity is is fleeting uh so you have to rely on fandoms and only certain groups uh can lock in mm-hmm. i don't know uh, maybe, yeah, maybe a, a thinning of the herd. As sad as, yeah. and, and, and as, as bad as that sounds, could be good for the, for the, for the herd as a whole. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to once again wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look forward and, and hope for the best. Um, and I mentioned AOA. Speaking of AOA, uh, Monster X's Juhan imitates black people on Radio Star. Nets focus on criticizing Jimin. Uh, Monster X's Juhan is so into hip hop that he wants to be black. Thus, on Radio Star, he did this shitty impression of a black person, which you can check out in the video that they link in in there. Uh, Beyond the obvious cringe rap, worthy shit rappers do, I said most of Korea, but uh, you just just said rappers do. That makes it abundantly clear they don't know what the fuck they're actually doing with regards to black people. That was also a horrible impression. Anyways, whatever. It was a silly thing. It was dumb, but it's cringeworthy. Uh, but besides that yeah. offensive garbage happening, Jimin was the one criticized for her attitude on the show. Whereas, obviously, nobody gives a shit what, what Juhan did. What did Jimin do? <laughs> I'll tell you. The, her horrible crimes. Uh, she had said, we weren't able to get number one with the Like a Cat promotions. Hearing her, Kyohyun, uh, of Super Junior said, uh, I'm sorry, it's because I was there. And he bowed. He's like, I'm sorry, it was because I was there. Referring to how he had received many number one wins at the time with his solo track at Gwanghwamun. Uh, Jimin then remembered and pointed at Kyohyun and, and she exclaimed, That's right, that Opa kept getting first place. From now on, I'll work harder and become an artist that gets first place each time I come out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's receiving negative response from this is how she casually called her sunbae name, Kyohyun, as merely that opa, or Opa, even pointing her finger at him. Although it seemed like she was just trying to exchange the joking atmosphere with Kyohyun, which she was. Uh, it's a variety show. I, 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 I didn't see the video, but I can play it in my head and it just seems so natural just in my head. Not everyone agreed with how she addressed Kyohyun on the show. Oh, yeah. She got excited. Yeah, it's like she got excited and lost her head and tried to be cute about what a princess made a joke. It's a horror. 
Um, the other thing is that she apparently Juhan uh, insulted Juhan too harshly in a rap battle where Juhan tells her that she sucks at rapping and that people like to show more than her. After the MCs asked Juhan to diss Jimin with some freestyle rap, Juhan had said that although she he liked her as an idol, he didn't think she was a good rapper. Jimin raised her hand after asking if she could also fire back at him, and her verses included lines about how Juhan's future looked bleak. Uh, how Juhan's future looked bleak. Some thought she looked too serious and was not gracious as a sunbay. Uh, <laughs> Now, now she's she's not being a now now it's you know now she has to be humble as a sunbay, she has to be humble to her sunbay, but now oh she has to be humble as a sunbay. Like wait, what? Uh, to tell a just recently debuted idol that he has a bleak future. Li- hmm. She literally did what she, you know they 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 asked of her. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, <laughs> all right. So. One, uh, I, I, I feel like on both sides. So f- the, the first thing, let's, let's go for the first thing, right? The Juhan, uh, imitating black people thing, right? That was, that wasn't him coming there and being like, okay, I'm going to do that. That was like, like you said, that was asked of him and then he made a fool of himself, right? Yeah. It, 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 culturally, right? Um, not necessarily that that was his thing. Like he came there and was like, yo, let me imitate black people. They were yeah. like, you know, they, they fucking put upon him to do it, you yeah. know, and I just watched the clip and you could see him for a second, like, shit. All right. Well, yeah. you know, like, and, and kind of go with it. And then they also cut it together and make him look stupid. Um, as far as the gym and stuff, I, man, that's just like, <sighs> I don't even know where to start with that, right? So the the first thing, whatever. I can't even I, I can't even address the first thing. Um, the second thing with with the Jimmy and stuff, right? <laughs> like, here's what makes this funny to me. I and I don't know how much you've been keeping up with. Uh, show me the money, right? Not as much as I should. I know I keep promising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna just I'm just gonna spoil this for you, yeah, right? Okay. So Juan was given not one. But two chances to make it past the third round audition, right? And he wasn't the only one. Um, because he kind of came in really lackluster. And this is funny for us, for, for me and you, having watched the show that was Monster X and yeah. him being touted as one of the best rappers there. But then I realized even there, as good as he was, the, uh, the person that stood out to me and you was somebody else yeah. <laughs> um, who we thought was a better rapper. And I think that is that same thing. I think for me, and, and this is a thing, right, that I'm going to say now. And then we've praised you on before. I really think he is an idol rapper. Yes. When, it, when it really comes down to it, <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like when you when you come down and you compare people, when you compare him to other idol rappers, he's an extremely good rapper. But then when you kind of compare him to other rappers, you're like, huh, something's off about it. And it's just yeah. like, because he's just that. He's just an idol rapper. So the other whole other thing about her being harsh is I think for, for, uh, for Jimin, or Jamin, or uh, I always fuck her her name up. Jamin. Um, 
I think for her, the thing is, I think she's still kind of learning this idol thing, right? Because even in, even in, uh, Unpretty Rap Star, she got a lot of shit, right? And I think it's because she's the small, tiny girl. A, sometimes she seems like she doesn't belong there, you know? Just because of how small and tiny she is. But she is, has a really good presence about her outwardly to me. Yeah. Um, so I feel like in a lot of these things, it, it's kind of put upon her that she's just supposed to be small, cute, and unopposing, you know? Yeah. And when she does these things where she stands up for herself or is confident in herself to be like, oh, yeah, no, you did beat us out. I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen again in a very, like, you know, yeah. hey, you know. And even it's, if it's just like a, a bit that where she is very obviously just playing back and forth with, you know, uh, somebody who she has rapport with on the show. Like, right. And it, it's just, it, I think it's just one of those things. So I, I think people just sometimes don't know how to take things from certain people. And I think she's one of those people. People expect when they see her and they hear her, they expect something different than what you get from her. Uh Um, Because she's a very confident. She, she, she's one of these people who, whenever I see her on a show, whenever I see her on a variety show or any other show, she always starts out very shy, you know? Yeah. Um, And then she opens up and, she becomes confident and she shows a lot of confidence and, and she has that, that air about her being confident. Um, and I think because that happens in the course of you watching her in a half an hour to an hour, you're just like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? But when you see it time and time again, and I've seen it from her a few times, she's very polite. She, she tries to follow the flow of the jokes and, and the things like that. But you could tell sometimes she struggles with it because she comes off as shy and, and she, you could tell she does it in a sense where she's like, am I supposed to do it this way? You know, like, yeah. and she doesn't ever really know. So I don't know. I, do, I don't ever like, I've given her my fair share of shit for some of the things that she's done. But at the same time, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the girl. Yeah. Um, uh, she, yeah. She puts in work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I think I think people just kind of put upon her because yeah. they want something different from her than what they get. Yeah, and I will, I will give a shout out to, to this fantastic comic cause, and he was it's a featured comment here in the article. Uh they quote what's receiving an adequate response from this is how she casually called her sunbay named Kyohyun as merely that opa. And I love the comments like, what part of motherfucking top man Abdulis netizens not understand? <laughs> Everyone is below her. They should have instead been offended that Kyohyun didn't bow and profusely thank Jimin for even speak to him at all. Just right there you right. go. She is the motherfucking top madam. Uh, speaking of top, uh, dead segues, uh, rest easy, folks. Top did indeed post those pics of uh, pig assholes. Wasn't hacked, says YG Entertainment. Uh, mm-hmm. Since Top is the best eccentric and or future, <laughs> future serial killer, he spanned pictures of pigs the other night, including a bunch of a pig's asshole. Uh, he later deleted them, so people assumed he must have been hacked. But I just figured it was Top being Top. Sure enough, YG Entertainment released a statement saying that he wasn't hacked. 
Top just wanted to post glorious pig assholes, okay? Swine assholes, you like? <laughs> so um, top, Top's Instagram is 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 odd and kind of hilarious sometimes. Have you have you been on his Instagram? Uh, you know I fight against uh new social media, so no, I have not been on uh Top's Instagram, but I know Top to be kind of an eccentric weird dude, uh because I also share eccentric weird dude so <laughs> yeah. uh when you see an eccentric weird dude you kind of you kind of get along with him um but yeah i I could see like kind of knowing top and how like quietly mischievous he is i could kind of see him just being like googling shit and being like damn why i get all these pig butts when i googled this huh i'm gonna put these on the internet and then later on being like oh i shouldn't have uh, fuck all right i'm gonna delete that because i i i struggle with that same thing just luckily for me i'm not famous you know (laughs) like where i go and i do shit and i'm like man huh probably shouldn't have said that on the internet and i'm like it doesn't matter because nobody's gonna fucking it doesn't have repercussions for me whereas top is like this is fucking funny and then he has to have that realization of like oh shit People are probably going to think I'm like into some weird shit here. Yeah. Like, fuck. I got to delete that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can see this is his Instagram. Uh, a lot of, he, he posted a lot of art. Uh, and then he posted a picture of himself, but he posted a lot of art and furniture. Mm-hmm. He really likes furniture. <laughs> he likes tables and chairs and really, really, really stylistic. Furniture See, and, it, and it's so funny to me because I don't like I would love to know it. I like I really would love to get that chance to just speak to top and be like, are you are you doing it just because you can and just have him be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, just, I saw a table one day and I posted it and then people were like, oh, man, I, I love your love of furniture. And I was just like, I'm going to just see how far I could take this. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, some some really I just old walk around Ikea's. Yeah. <laughs> I just walk around Ikea's taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. I've, he's got pictures of old wine, you know, 1985 mm-hmm. vintage Grand uh, Chateau Cheval Blanc. Uh, Chateau Margaux. You know, some French wine. Uh, yeah, it's just, and there's food. It's just Top's Instagram is fantastic. And I <laughs> highly recommend those of us who participate in Instagram, uh, y'all follow him. Uh, it's fun. Um, yeah. but yes, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Juku Cast. It does. Hello. You, you, uh, besides sleep, and photo that? editing. Besides, besides, uh, collapsing, uh, in a moment from tiredness, uh, what do you got going on in your neck of the woods? Right now is the, uh, try to get myself reassessed to making content on the internet and, uh, get back to doing, um, DKGS, our, the Drunk Kids Game Show, our trivia show that we do every other week. Um, and you, yes, you out there in the world could go and sign up for it. Just go over to the Twitter, uh, for right now. Um, I'll say it, but it's not up there yet. You could also just go over to, uh, drunkkidsgaming.com or dkgtv.com and uh find the dkgs tag on there which is not there 
as of right now when you're listening to this, but it's going to be there soon. Um, and sign up for the show and do all those wonderful things that are akin to that. Other than that is working on some new projects uh, that will be coming out later. And I'll probably maybe make PD participate in one while at Nerdtacular. Ooh. Yeah. I'll be in a mountain. I can do anything. <laughs> nobody, nobody help me. It'll be, it'll be, you know, it'll be, nobody will know. Uh, the cops won't get there in time. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, he's at King Kaz on, on the internet everywhere. Uh, yeah. uh, the show, I'm at PD Rave everywhere as well. Uh, the show is <laughs> at Halijuku, uh, Roy.net for this and other shows, including Record Breakers. This week we talked about Korean indie music, talked about the solutions. Uh, an album that, of the, the single of which we talked about on the show before, the album Movement. So check that out. Uh, we actually, yeah. I, I, they actually, the guys actually dug it and it was cool. So they, they talked about Korean indie music and I made them. It's awesome. Uh, but that, besides that, check out the rebelly.net for this and other shows. Rebelli also TV the return the- of Fanny Pack. Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. Yes. This week was our second episode. Uh, we're going back to our other, every other week, our every other week schedule, but we decided to kind of double up because of Nerdtacular Weekend. Uh, so this week we had AW Brawler, uh, and the Swagger, Patty McSwag, uh, on the show to talk about Shin Nihon Pro Res, uh, aka New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, that was a fun show. Uh, and I'll give you a hint. We might, AW Brawler might become a, a guest on this show as well. He, he, just, yes. So, because uh, he is a blackjack. Do we have three boxes? I don't think we. Have, we, we, have. we have to make three boxes. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get here and go into Photoshop. And maybe put them in this part up here, and like mm. in the middle. I don't know how. I don't know how we're gonna do that. We'll have to see. Uh, but that's <laughs> yeah. that's the plan for then. Uh, but you know, we'll have to see. But yeah, check out those shows. Uh, relatively yeah. on YouTube. Uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher. Check us out all over the place. Uh, subscribe, like, share. Um, that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>